The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki Season 2. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. How are you now? How are you now? Um, it, it's going to be real hard for me to keep up my sunny disposition. Uh, if this team can't win a game soon, if they can't win a game soon, it's going to be very, very difficult. Um, hello and welcome to episode three of the Bottom Six Minutes podcast presented by Habs Eyes and the Prize. I am Matt Drake and that once again, went poorly for the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, your Montreal Canadiens lose, by this time by a score of 3-1 to one to the New York Rangers in their home opener. First game in front of a full Bell Center in nearly two years. I was doing t- TV for uh, City TV earlier in the day, and I mentioned, and I, I realized, I thought about it, I was correct. Uh, I was at the last live game in the Bell Center where they had a full crowd. It was about two years ago. It was a 4 nothing loss to the Nashville Predators. And uh, fittingly enough, you know, we get into our first post-COVID, well, we're not post-COVID, but I guess we can call it post-COVID game with 21,000 people in the Bell Center. And the Habs lose this time 3-1. to one. At least they scored a goal. At least they scored a goal. What happened? Well, um, if, if, if I'm going to do my little recap thing, I, I just got to give you guys my opinion, right? I can only give you my opinion. The first period, it sucked. And I don't mean like it, it sucked as, as a Habs fan. I mean, it sucked like it was just a bad period of hockey to watch. Not a whole lot happened. I think there were 11 total shots in that period. I think it was like six to five for the Rangers like it was it was close it wasn't a a runaway period it's not like the Rangers dominated the halves it just sucked it was sloppy it it looked like a preseason game it was brutal honestly it sucked I mean that that's all I gotta say I'm gonna move on we're gonna go straight into the second period of course in the second period you know these Montreal Canadiens can't buy a break right they run into penalty trouble. They're taking penalty after penalty after penalty. And, of course, at some point, the Rangers are going to break through. Point shot for the Rangers. Bounces off Chris Kreider. Uh, it's coming back out towards the blue line and somehow banks off of the skate of Alexander Romanov and in to the net of the Montreal Canadiens. one nothing for the Rangers. Uh, we're, feeling, um, we're feeling defeated. We're feeling defeated early on in this one. Uh, because well, I guess you can call it early on. I, I'm calling it early on because the first period was so bad that I want to pretend it didn't happen, and therefore, you know, in the second period, we're still early on in the game, right? 
that's how the second period would end because the second period honestly wasn't a whole lot better than the first in terms of overall action but it, it did get better and i will say this jake allen and igor shesterkin uh were giving us our money's worth in terms of uh, a goaltenders duo they were both making some pretty good saves on uh, at both ends of the ice and uh it was looking like you know that one nothing score could hypothetically be the end of it but we get into the third and uh the, the montreal canadians they start pushing back to their credit, you know, they had not looked very good in either of the previous two games, but they started looking a lot better in the third period. They started pushing. Uh, they really wanted to obviously get that first win and, you know, get it in front of a full Bell Center for the first time in who knows how long. I can't even remember the last win that they actually got in front of a full Bell Center, but they would tie it up. A beautiful rush behind the New York Rangers net by none other than Christian Dvorak. He turns, throws it out into the slot, and guess who's there? Jonathan Drouin making his first appearance in front of the Bell Center faithful in quite some time after his mental health break. He does a beautiful move to take it to the backhand, pots it, and we're tied 1-1. What a moment for Jonathan Drouin. Uh, He got a pretty significant ovation from the crowd when he came out during the introductions and then for him to score on top of that like the the whole city's behind that guy um more on him in a bit when i finish recapping this game because of course the high moment of jonathan drouin scoring was ruined very quickly by the montreal canadians uh the rangers went down the ice uh i think we're talking about 20 seconds later, maybe 30 seconds later, uh, with a bit of a two-on-one, not a full two-on-one. The Habs had chasers that were in there kind of disrupting it, but uh, Mika Zibanejad across ice to Alexis Lafreniere. And the Quebecois kid, he scores for the first time himself on Bell Center Ice making it 2-1 to one for the New York Rangers. And the Habs, honestly, they pushed back for the rest of that period. They really tried. Uh, they made an effort, but it was all for naught. The Rangers would add an empty netter by Kevin Rooney and make the final score 3-1. to one. And the Montreal Canadiens fall to 0-3 on the regular season. So, <laughs> I mean... I don't know what, what what I can really say about that. That was the best game that they've played so far this season. Out of the three, that was easily their best. They dominated uh, the stats, like uh, shots. They were ahead in shots. They were ahead in scoring chances. They were ahead in uh, shot attempts. They were ahead in expected goals. The only stat they, they didn't win was the one that matters the most, which is goals. Um, big credit to Igor Shesterkin on that front. He played great. Uh, again, as I mentioned earlier, the, there was a bit of a duel going on between him and Jake Allen. Uh, really, the goaltending overall was great in this game. But why can't the Montreal Canadiens score a fucking goal? I just swore, and now I'm going to have to edit that out. Um, or maybe, maybe I don't. Maybe I just mark this one explicit, and we just uh, we just call this one you know, the one episode that I'm going to swear because I've avoided doing that. I am allowed to. Vox Media allows me to swear, but I haven't really been doing it. So I don't know. Maybe we'll make this one explicit. 
Let's see how it goes for the rest of the way. Anyways, point being, the goaltenders were excellent. But why can't the Montreal Canadiens score a fucking goal? Well, exhibit A, the power play. It's a problem. It was a problem against the Leafs. It was a problem against the Sabres, and it was a problem against the Rangers. They didn't get as many opportunities. It's not like they were just getting power play after power play, but when they did get power plays, you can see the Rangers have no problem beating them to the puck. They have no problem creating numbers getting to the puck because the Habs are way too obvious with what they're doing. They're way over-reliant on the point. They're way over-reliant on the point for just general springboard purposes to move the puck around, and also for shots. Most of the shots that they're trying to take on the power play, and they do this even when they get five on threes, which is infuriating, they're trying to take all of their shots from the point. They're not working it down low and trying to get it into the slot. On the rare occasion that they do attempt a cross-ice pass through the slot or into the slot, it's usually to somebody who's well-covered and they're making like a desperate attempt. It's brutal. They have to fix it. This is a team that's supposed to have a lot of firepower, and... Like on paper, they they kind of do. They I'd say that on paper they have more than they had last year, but they can't score. They they can't do anything with their power plays. You have to fix that. Get rid of the stupid umbrella that they're doing right now. We need to get that puck down low, and we need to get it thrown out into the front or thrown across the slot to generate some kind of lateral movement before we shoot. Like, come on, do better. And I want to complain about the defensive zone coverage, but like it wasn't great, but it, it, it also wasn't nearly as bad as it was in the previous two games. So I feel like they actually made an improvement on that front. It's really just an inability to score. Obviously the power play, as mentioned, but also at five on five. Like they, they seem over-reliant on you know playing this dump and chase style of hockey very reminiscent of the Michel Terrier days, which we know uh, didn't bear much fruit in terms of overall success. I want to end this on a, a positive, though. Uh, Jonathan Drouet, what a story. This comeback, the fact that he's come and now he's got two goals in three games so far this season, he's, he's, he's there. This could end up being the best year of his career, and I honestly believe that it will. Like The way he's playing so far, he's, he's been their best player hands down, any position, and if he keeps playing like this, you know, it, it he, he could be a huge part of turning this thing around, I mean, uh, no panic yet, right, we're only three games in, so not much you can do, right, not much you can do, thanks for listening everyone, we're running uh, or close to 11 minutes this time, so gros les employés de soutien, thanks for listening, we're on Spotify, Megaphone, Apple, Google Play. I'm on Twitter at DrakeMT. Drop me a follow. And as always, à la prochaine.